In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Good morning to you. I'd like to welcome those of you who may be visiting with us for the first time. Those of you who have been inquiring and are coming back again and again. I can remember when I became an Orthodox Christian, I wanted to be a part of something bigger than myself. Something older and more stable than myself. Is that the way you feel? Then keep coming. Keep coming. The homily this morning is about the paths of destruction and salvation for the human soul. The verse that I would like to focus on is uh, a simple and seemingly uh, redundant or unnecessary verse, but I think it's very necessary. As Jesus said this, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. So do we want to have ears to hear? What kind of ears? You know, i got these ears. Okay, we can hear with these ears. But we also have invisible spiritual ears. And that is what Jesus is calling out, crying out, begging us. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. The main point I would like to make is this, that every parable of Jesus has an inner meaning that I must apply to myself. St. Nikolai says this, Ordinary people seek some meaning in strange and rare events, like in shooting stars, in earthquakes, in great wars, and so forth. But rare are those who seek and find spiritual meaning in the ordinary, in the most common daily happenings. I know uh, a man, and some of you remember this man, Thomas Howard, and he wrote a book called Splendor in the Ordinary. So Jesus gives us a story about a very ordinary thing of a path, rocks, and weeds, and, and a field. And he exhorts us not to hear this just on and, and apply it on just a superficial level, but on a deep level. So I ask myself, you know, what is, a, what is a superficial level? And I thought of this, and maybe you can relate. Well, I'm the good soil. I'm the good soil, and everybody else, all these other people are the bad soil. You know, that guy's got a problem with money, and this person is filled with all of the cares and pleasures and riotous living, and, the, uh, you know, this person has a hard heart. I know they have a hard heart. 
you know, and this person is all in his head. They're all in their head. They can't get out of their head and find their heart and just be normal. And so, how's that for an application of the parable of the sower? But the Lord says, bring forth fruit with patience. We have to be patient with other people. And if we look at our own lives and see the bad soil in our own souls, then maybe we'll have more patience with other people. A sower went out to sow his seed. St. Nicholas says the prophets are the plowmen. The plowmen. And Jesus is the sower of the seed. He says men's souls are his field. And he goes out into his field. That means Jesus is going out into my soul and going out into your soul to sow his seed. But even, even more, you know, the various parts of the field, he says, are different human souls. But e even more so, I believe that the various parts of the field are the various parts of the individual soul the various parts of my soul, my mind, my heart, and my will, the three powers of the soul, and three types of soil besides the good soil. And he sowed, and some fell on the path and were trodden underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. So the mind, the mind, Hears the word of the Lord, the hard trodden down path, that's the mind. The mind hears the word of the Lord, but the birds, which is the demons, the birds are the demons. The demons can come and devour the seed of the word planted in our minds. So can our friends. We think they're our friends, but they can come and rip out the seed of the Lord out of our mind. And we don't want to let that happen. We need to be careful who we listen to, who we receive advice from. Especially in the age of, of TMI, right? Too much information, especially in the, in, the, in the age of too much information. Who am I listening to? Who am I reading? Who am I following? God! That's right! Maybe you ought to get up here and preach the sermon. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. This is talking about the heart, the rocky heart. 
The heart can become hard as a rock when we refuse to forgive people. And we must keep it moist with tears of repentance and keep it soft with repentance. The heart can also become hard as stone when it's filled with fear. Fear of earthly things. Fear of death. Instead of fear of God, filled with love for Him. That's a good kind of fear. The other kind of fears, we're surrounded by it, aren't we? We breathe it in and breathe it out every day. Fear, fear, fear. That can turn our heart to stone. Some fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. The pleasures of this life can render the human will helpless in fulfilling the commandments of the Lord. We need to be careful. I don't want my will to become helpless. We don't want our wills to be choked to such an extent as to render it involuntary. And that, that means always moving away from God instead of moving towards God. You're familiar with the prayers who forgive our sins, both voluntary and involuntary? Those, the involuntary sins, that's not the ones I didn't know about. I know about my involuntary sins. What are my involuntary sins? The ones that I knew, know that I'm doing over and over and over again because I've developed a mean and evil habit, and even if I don't want to do it, I still do it. That's, in, that's the, involuntary, the, the involuntary sins that can render my will involuntary in terms of fulfilling the commandments of God. The love of money can also choke out the love of God and need, leave no room for God to dwell. Some fell among the good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. And so, what is the good soil? It is the soul that has been plowed by the prophets of old with the hard ground turned over, the rocks removed, the thorns and the thistles pulled out. The good soil has been fenced in, allowing only Christ and His saints into the inner sanctum of our innermost being. The good soil is the soil that's been watered by the life-giving waters of baptism. The good soil of the soul is a soul that's filled with faith in God. 
The good soil is the soil of the whole soul that has been prepared to receive Christ the light, the Son of Righteousness, S-U-N, the Son of Righteousness, so that things planted in that good soil can grow. The good soil is the soil that receives Christ into all the rooms of the house of my soul, not just the entryway. You know, there's a sense in which, I haven't read this, but I was just thinking about it this morning. It's kind of like baptism's the entryway, right? But when are we going to let Jesus Christ into every room of, of, of our soul? When am I going to let Jesus into, when am I going to receive Jesus into my mind? When am I going to receive Jesus into my heart? When am I going to receive Jesus into my will? That's a personal decision that I have to make whether I've been baptized or not. And I want to make that decision, and I want you to make that decision. And so let us today apply this parable to ourselves, to our own mind, to our own heart, to our own will. And let us call upon the prophets of old to plow the soil of our souls and to remove all the demons from our mind, to remove all the stones from our heart and all the thorns and the thistles of our mean and evil habits from our wills. And let us protect that field, now made fertile through baptism, allowing only Christ and His saints into the depths of our hearts. He who has ears to hear, let Him hear. Are you ready to receive Christ? Have you prepared yourself to receive Him? I ask you to do that now. O Lord Jesus Christ, our God, cleanse our minds, soften our hearts, strengthen our wills, that we may receive You in the body and the blood with true reverence, true faith, and true love. And may thy name always be glorified, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen.